0: Hello and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Foss, and together with my co-host, Lauren Morley, our mission is to help you simplify your life and live with greater intention. Together, let's live more with less. Hi everyone! Today we're talking about how to best store and organize the stuff in your spaces that you use occasionally but not every day. We are speaking of the storage items in your home that you don't need to look at each day that often get left out in sight or squeezed behind doors. In our discussion, you'll learn about the importance of decluttering your things before you place them in storage and how to best store your items so that they're neatly arranged and easy to find. And together we each share how we store our own list of storage items and discuss helpful tips to help you better store and organize your stuff. You will discover how creating a home for your items can help you keep a more purposeful and organized space. We like to say pretend your storage items are out in the open and on display as this will often challenge you to tidy up. Be inspired to declutter, organize, and store your occasional items with intention and start making room for more. So I'm so excited for our conversation today. Uh, a couple of weeks back, Laura, and you sent me a photo of your super organized storage closet in your home. And you said to me, you're like, Kelly, we need to run an episode on how to better manage our storage items. And I was like, yes, like I can't believe we haven't discussed this yet. And Lauren, you should know that we have received quite a few questions over the years about how to best store and organize our storage items on our social media. Uh, And so I'm glad that we're talking about it today. And people are asking this question because they're trying to keep their place Clutter free, and they're like, there's all these extra things, and that way we need to store. Maybe I don't have enough storage in my place to house these items. And when I speak of storage items, I should note that I'm speaking of the things we don't use every day, but those things that are still useful to us. And something that comes to mind is like, you know, a steamer in your closet, or, you know, a piece of equipment for a sport that you play, or clothing that you only wear a few times a year. So we're speaking of the items we're left with after decluttering our things and our spaces. And that's something I really want to know is that we recommend going through the process of decluttering your items before you make decisions about how to store and organize them. Uh, Lauren, you mentioned to me the other, the other day, you said like decrease the inventory. You, Which is like the first huge thing, yeah. You were like, I love that word, inventory. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. We are, we are housing our own stuff and that is inventory. And if we have too much... That's not a good thing. It's going to overflow and it's going to overwhelm our lives. So first off, the benefits of decluttering first, obviously, this will help you avoid buying more things to organize things you don't need, use, or love. I love that. The Minimalists like to say that. And uh, of course, it will help you avoid storing items that aren't useful to you. And, you know, something to mention to our listeners is even if you're still working to declutter certain areas of your life, that's okay. I mean, we're all all there. This lifestyle requires maintenance. Uh, But today, when we talk about storing your items, storing your storage items, think about the areas that you've already decluttered and the things that you don't use every day, but that need to be stored. You know, there are always going to be a few items that you still could work on. So I thought we would start, Lauren, uh, by talking about the items in our homes, in our homes that we store, and then go into our research and tips uh, to help our listeners store and organize their stuff more safely.
1: Sounds good. And before we begin, I want to talk about a really interesting article I read that has a lot to do with storage and minimalism. Uh, It's by The Minimalist Vegan, and we will put the link in the show notes if you guys want to read it. But basically, he talked about how there's kind of like the aesthetic side of minimalism. So this is when you go into people's homes, and they have clear counter space, they have open bookshelves, like minimal decor, you know, you look around, it's kind of that minimal aesthetic, which I love a lot of people sometimes who practice minimalism, they just love that look of simplicity, and there's a sense of calm and peace to it. But those people might actually just have a lot of storage. And then there's a the side of the minimalism, which he talks about where it's owning less. So this is where you've gone in and you've done the actual work and you're physically and you're mentally lighter because you own less items. So there's kind of two components to the lifestyle. And you know, as I read about this, I started thinking what, like I, I do have storage in my home, but how do I manage my storage? And um, what do I store in you know, how that matches with minimalism. So it, it was kind of curious because you, you could walk into people's homes and they could be very minimal, but you don't know how much storage they have.
0: Yeah. And there's a way of organizing your storage items so that you can keep your home looking minimal. And yeah. that's, that was like the best part. I mean, when you sent me that photo, I was like, wow, like your closet looks amazing. You sent me the before though. It didn't look as great before. That was before Christmas. I was, cause I was like buying people's gifts
1: and I, I was just starting to accumulate a lot of things and you know I I really did have to go in and clean out that front hall closet in the new year and it does like it gives me such a sense of relief once I've gotten things down to what I need again but it can get out of control really quickly so in terms of storage so I always think like Kelly and I you know we love this like I love opening cupboards or drawers and it's just there's not very much there. It's simple. Like it's just like refreshing to open up your cupboards, even your refrigerator. And there's just that fresh food that you're going to eat for that week. And you open up your drawer and there's just the products that you use on a daily basis. It's not a bunch of things that you have and don't need or use rammed into a drawer. Um, with that being said, though, we all have stuff in our lives that we use sometimes like a Christmas tree or skates or a plunger. Like there's just things you don't know, right. but that does need storage. So just kind of for my own personal way that I do it. Um when it comes to my kitchen, almost everything in my cupboards I do use on a day-to-day basis. And I have storage above my fridge, which I store my baking essentials because I don't bake all the time. But when I do bake, I love to like make French Madeline cookies or Gingerbread from scratch. So, I need all these like electric mixers and special pans. So, I store all that. And I also store serving platters. So, things like to serve a cake or to serve veggies and dip or like a marble cheese board or decanter. So, stuff if I entertain, again, not using those things every day. But everything else in my kitchen is like plates and cookware, which I pare down to exactly what I need to every day just to keep it super simple. Yeah.
0: What I love that you do is that you store certain items. You obviously store it very neatly, but you store the items that you don't need to look at every day. You know, I don't like looking at it. Yeah. You don't need to look at it. If it's, if you're not using every day, you don't need to look at it. And, and sometimes, you know, (laughs) I grew up with a a massive pantry with all the snacks, like in at eye level. And of course, you know, as a kid, like, you know, you're, you're looking at us, you're like, oh yeah, I want that. Right. But if it's out of sight, you won't want it. Right. You know, maybe there's like certain things that you like to indulge in, but maybe you should keep that in, you know, another cupboard or a storage area uh, so that you only grab it once in a while. Right. So.
1: Yeah. If you got to get a chair out, you're probably less likely to grab it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I try to just not keep it in the house altogether. And then others, I feel one thing I actually read when I was uh, reading about minimal storage tips is that if you have a small space, you should have furniture with storage in it. So like an ottoman with storage or drawers under your bed. Like I have drawers under my bed. So I live in 500 square feet and they're amazing to keep my like bathroom products in and my shoes and workout equipment and my socks and undergarments, stuff like that that I, cause I don't have a dresser. Neither of us have dressers, so I guess you have a small one in your closet.
0: <laughs> I do. I love that. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I don't really have much storage in that sense. I have a few boxes in my closet that I keep like accessories and sweaters in, but that's pretty much it. There's very little storage in my bedroom. And then I have a front hall closet where I keep my Christmas decor. I have a cleaning box and a miscellaneous box that I keep like my passports, my spare key, like Tylenol, things like that, that don't really have a place. And that's it.
0: I love the idea of your miscellaneous box. I think it's brilliant because I think we all have items that can kind of go together. They're like everyday items, like keys and mail and things like that, but you know, or a pen, you know, I, I always joke that you only have one pen and you always know exactly where it is. <laughs> <To my purse>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but you know, I, in my research, I read that it's really helpful to have a home for all of your items, yeah. you know, including your storage items so that, you know, you are not trying to rummage through a whole bunch of things to get to that item. You know, we often find ourselves doing that. And uh, I also read, you know, organize your storage items as if they were on display, as if there were no cupboards hiding those items or you know, closet doors covering those items. It's just imagine they're on display and if you had company, it would be there out in the open. How would you like that to look? Honestly, it, it will make you feel more tidy, it will also ha- challenge you to declutter certain items so that you're not having to rummage through all those things. So I I ended up, when you gave me this idea of talking about storage, I just walked through my apartment and I went through all the items that I don't use every day and I thought about how I store them. So items I don't use every day include uh, seasonal clothing. So we've talked about this in previous episodes about closet decluttering. I have garment organizers, super, super awesome. Uh, They're from Amazon. They're zip up. If you ever want uh, information on that, just send us a DM. I store my seasonal clothing. uh, So fall, uh, sorry, spring, summer, fall, winter. And uh, also in my closet, I have a steamer, stays there, neatly hidden uh, near, near the back of my closet. I also have bins to house my shoes two bins. And then I have one little bin for my hats and my scarves. And, uh, and then of course we have a few, we have some master simplicity items from our products, uh, on our website. So I have that as well. And those are the items in my closet and everything's neatly stored. Everything has a place. Everything has a home. You know, I'm still, obviously there's a couple items that don't have a home yet. And I'm working through that, you know, this lifestyle isn't perfect. Do you find that if you need to clean up and
1: everything has its place that you can just put everything back in its place so fast and then your place
0: is put back together? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's the feeling that you get from this. And that's the best part. I mean, you you mentioned that you store bins under your bed, right? So you have – actually, you have drawers, right? You drawers, have drawers under yeah. your bed. So you have drawers. But if you don't have drawers, you can always create drawers. So yeah. have a couple bins under your bed. So that's what I do. So I created – I have two bins under my bed. And one of the bins uh, houses a binder with my financial papers and receipts. Another, uh, within that bin, I have smaller bins. So one houses my electronics, you know, backup drivers, iPhone chargers, cords, etc. And one for thank you cards, birthday wrapping accessories, pens, and a sketchbook. All things that I use, just not used on a daily basis. And then I have a little toiletry bag that houses my extra makeup items and cleansers and, and, exfoliators that I don't use on a daily basis. So, you know, we don't need to look at that every day. So I'm going to put it there. And then I have toilet paper, paper towel. And uh, I also eat, I also have extra boxes of snacks that I get at Costco that I don't need uh-huh. to sit out in my cupboard. So I just throw it all in there, but yeah, they're all there. I have a total of four, four bins. So I just slide them out. It's so nice, super yes. convenient. My bed doesn't have drawers, so I created drawers. So, and again, I wouldn't have it under my bed if I had a bigger space. I live in like 400 square feet, so like much smaller, even smaller than Lauren. So I have to figure out how to make do with the space that I have. Uh, And then I have a toolbox, which, by the way, I highly recommend if you get extra boxes when you shop, right? You, you know, you get a pair of shoes. Uh, Some people, they keep the box right and sometimes we keep the box for no reason they, they add up so recycle the boxes if you don't need the boxes but sometimes the boxes can be useful to house items so I've I have a shoe box that I don't know I bought like five years ago and I it houses my tools so yeah you can make do of those things so make yeah, use no, of those it things. comes in handy
1: and you have um like backups to backups to all of your photos too, your hard oh. drives yeah, I do.
0: I know. You won't store them on
1: the ground. You're scared if there's a flood.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it was so funny. So Lauren, back in the day, I think it was like, I don't know, maybe six months ago, you came and kind of changed how my closet looked. Oh my goodness. So just how everything was organized, like everything was organized, but how she just rearranged how it was organized just made it look so much better. Oh my goodness. Like just night and day. You just moved a couple items. And she said, Oh, uh, this little bin here, why don't you put this under your bed in that section? And I said, Sorry, I'm not gonna do that because I'm (laughs) I'm so funny. Like I always think, Okay, well if there was a flood or something, I don't want to have my backup driver, you know, destroyed. So I put that in a special place in a drawer. Yeah, I
1: thought that was so you have to be mindful
0: about certain things. Yeah.
1: But I I love like opening in a a drawer and even that is minimal and organized and like that is like the beauty of like a true minimalist home.
0: It is. It is. Sometimes people forget about the storage pieces as well. It's not just about the things that we organ that we use every day that we organize. It's the things that we maybe use maybe two times a year. You know, I, I often see. <laughs> you know, people, you know, they have a steamer in their bedroom or they have clothes in, in their, it, I was speaking with Gretchen Rubin. She's talking about how some people have clothes in their bathroom tub, uh, cause they don't want to have to bother, you know, it's just, you're looking at that every day. And I loved some people are clutter blind. We also talked about that. Some people are yeah. clutter blind and they can function in clutter. But if you know that you're not that type of person, be mindful of all those clutter spots. So.
1: But I look at people who have so much stuff in their home, and I think to myself, they can't possibly use all of this. Like, no. On a day to day basis or ever. Most of the stuff they will never use. Um, I forgot to mention, I do have a small collection of clothes that I, I kind of rotate throughout the seasons. And I kind of have like special wear in there, like sequin dresses, or tops that I might wear on New Year's Eve, but I wouldn't really wear it throughout the year. So my closet is always you know what I'm wearing right now what fits what I love and that's it anything that I'm like oh maybe I'll wear this again I don't know I I just kind of keep it in a a small storage bag under my bed in between the drawers (laughs) it's my little secret that I keep that little bag of clothes in between the drawers under my bed (laughs) I found that and then I have my box of wigs in my closet too. (laughs)
0: Okay, for those who don't know about the wigs, I uh, wear extensions. Yeah, Lauren wears extensions, and what did you say the other day? Uh, Sorry, we have to mention this. Hilarious. How about the Zoom calls? I think you left a wig on your boyfriend's bed or something. What What happened?
1: This is so funny. You know how everyone's working from home right now. Yeah. So I was on. Well, Kelly and I are still in the lockdown. But um, I was working from home. So I had like so many Zoom calls with people in the apartment. So I had my extensions in. And then when they were done, I took them out and threw them on the bed behind me in his room. And he came in. He was like, what is this? I'm like, oh, my Zoom calls are done. Like, I don't have to wear my wig anymore. And he's like, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever makes you feel better.
1: better. I feel beautiful in them. So I don't care.
0: (laughs) I always compliment you on how you how you look without them. And I'm always like, oh my gosh, I love your short hair. And you're like, well, Kelly, would you get short hair?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, why don't you cut your long, beautiful hair off? And you're like, never mind.
0: <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, okay, so I also want to talk about items I use every day and how I store and organize them before we go into storage solutions and organizing tips. So I was thinking, okay, first in my bathroom, obviously everything, every day I pull out my toiletry items under my bathroom sink. They're not sitting on my sink. I want them hidden uh, in the cupboard, but they're organized. I place them in a little basket. I highly recommend. I got, I got this bamboo wooden organizer from Ikea. It's amazing. Love it. And then, you know, I go into my kitchen and I love my morning coffee and I have my Nespresso coffee pods in two long jars that I only got from the dollar store. It's amazing. And they organize my coffee pods beautifully. And uh, yeah, so that's something I like to say. It's like, if you use it every day, why not put it on display in a beautiful way? And then with my main cupboards, food cupboards, I have items neatly displayed. Only because I learned this behavior from you, Lauren. I used to just have all the boxes kind of stuffed in one cupboard and because that's how I grew up. uh, But you always had everything neatly lined up. And I was like, okay, I like the look of that. So I neatly line up like protein powder, nut butter, nuts, granola, bars, bulletproof oil, all the things that I use every day. And then the cupboard above it, I have the snacks that I eat more sparingly. So once in a while, so that I'm not looking at them every single day. And then in, in my living room, I have my workout mat and weights placed in a little basket, really nice little organizer. And the reason why I place it in sight is that, that I'm motivated to use it every single day. Even though I don't use it every single day, I place it inside to remind me, you should be using that. So if it's something that you want to be using every day, but you have it in storage, like put it out and, and neatly display it in some type of organizer. So that would be my recommendation.
1: I love that. Yeah. A few things I've gotten off Amazon that have really helped me. I don't, you know how Kelly and I don't really believe in like, they say, if you need stuff to organize your stuff, you have too much stuff. Correct. But I, I do think that there are some things you can buy that can like showcase your stuff beautifully. And I did buy little clear dividers for one of my drawers to keep my products in only because every time I went in that drawer, the products were just all over every time. And I finally bought these little dividers to keep them in place. And it just made a world of difference. I also bought off Amazon. They're these little, we'll put a picture on Instagram, but they're individual holes for your socks or your undergarments or like your pantyhose. They're amazing. Because I always found like my undergarment drawer was just a huge mess all the time because you can't constantly keep it straightened, so i I got these dividers and it just keeps everything so perfectly lined up and beautiful so and then otherwise, I just like like nice simple boxes on gels you know that that's in my front hall closet and it's in my uh bedroom closet as well, just to organize what's left but if you can find a few things that are like beautiful but also you know practical as well then it can make a big difference.
0: And sustainable. So, I mean, look yeah. for paper boxes, wood containers, or, or bins with natural fibers. I came across an article, Lauren. It's, uh, it was on apartmenttherapy.com. I read that, I read that website often. It's uh-huh. called Self-Described Minimalist Share, The Eight Organization Rules They Live By. And in this article, and I didn't tell you about this because I wanted you to be like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Uh-huh. They, they mention a company called Get Open Spaces. So it's at Get Open Spaces on Instagram, and same uh, with their website link is the same. Get Open Spaces. It's a company called Open Spaces that creates products to help us keep organized. And so they have storage bins, racks, and, and trays for smaller little trinkets like you know keys and other little things that we use every day. And I was like, wow! I, I will send you the link, and I will also include it in our show notes. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, I, it's it, it's it's an amazing store, and I definitely want to get a couple things. It looks incredible. So, and it, and it and in this article there, they talked to an organization consultant from open spaces and she said something beautiful. She said that we should have a place for everything and everything in its place. And yeah. you know, of course, that's what we all strive for. But I, I love that idea is again, have a home for your items because it will be easier to find them and you'll just feel cleaner and lighter and in your place will feel more tidy. So, and as Gretchen Rubin would say in our last episode, she says it will make finding things easier. She says, I think it was around like the average person spends like 45 minutes or plus trying to find certain items every day. It's unbelievable. I know. And that's
1: a big thing with storage is a lot of times people store things. It's not easily accessible to get. They don't even remember that they have it. So, like you have to be so intentional with your store storage as well. So,
0: yeah, yeah. And sometimes we have homes for things that actually don't work for us. So, yeah. I have an example of that. Growing up, my family, we've always had this antique table in front of our inside our front doors. So I'd always say, "Mom, where's this?" And she'd be like, "Oh, it's on the antique table. Everything's always on the antique table." And so it was the place where we originally put our car keys car keys are on the antique table, but I was the kind of person and a couple of others in my family were the people who would leave their car keys in their pockets and forget to put it on the antique table uh, because we would enter through the wet room, the laundry room from the garage. And oh. so we would just keep going. Right. So my mom, brilliant. She thought of creating hooks in the wet room, the laundry room, right, right beside the door from the garage. So the little hooks for keys, So now we have hooks for the keys. So now when I walk in from the garage, I know I need to put the key on the hook. It's so much easier, right? So it's easier to have a home for something. And so, yeah, I thought I would share that.
1: No, it makes a world of difference. Like when, especially when you're rushed and you get busy, if you know where stuff is and like it can make your morning run smoother or you know when you're out of something because that little spot in your drawer is empty. Like it just, it makes life a lot simpler.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me you know I, we're not driving the city you and I don't have cars in the city but I can imagine that your car keys would be found in your purse you would always leave it there yeah yeah
1: because mm-hmm. I keep my house keys in there my work keys in there and I have a little pocket on the side of my bag that I always keep my keys in there and the other one I keep my airpods and my cell phone and okay, i never stray perfect. from it.
0: That's good. That's good. You have a place for your things. That's important, right? I mean, i think it can be challenging if we're changing purses, you know, i love my backpack, but sometimes i i have to carry a purse. And so, i'm switching things in and out. It's not always fun, but if you kind of know where to place certain items in, you know, interchange them, you know, and know where to place them, then it becomes easier. So, i also was uh, looking through youtube, i found the minimal mom And she shares an awesome video titled Minimalist Storage Solutions, Tips and Tricks. And she also references Dana White's book, Decluttering at the Speed of Life, which I believe you've read, Lauren.
1: Yes, I have, which I can touch on one of her um, pieces of advice too.
0: Okay, perfect, perfect. I I would love to hear it. So actually, you know what, go for it.
1: One of the, when I read her book, she talks about this on her podcast and her YouTube video too. You have to understand, stand the boundaries of your own space. So like if you have a certain size closet, you cannot just go out and buy all of these clothes. Like you have to fit your clothes within the amount of space that you have. And she says that with everything, with your kitchen, with your cupboards, with your bathroom, like you have to respect the amount of space there is and understand that you cannot get like, it, it's like a box. Like you can only put so much in a box while still being able to get the lid on.
0: And right. then, like, she,
1: yeah, she she talked about, it. it's really interesting. So, you know, it's like your cupboards, like do your cupboards actually fit all of your glasses and mugs and bowls and plates when they're all clean and put back, you know, and without being shoved in there. Like she, it, it's a really interesting part of her book, but just understanding like boundaries of space and how much you can put in there.
0: I mean, I think some people would argue, oh, well, maybe my space is too small for everybody in it. And, you know, no. maybe that doesn't mean get rid of all those extra items, but it could be that you have too much for, your, for yourself and for your too. space. Yeah. And, and this, this the, the minimal mom recommends, for example, in the kitchen, my mom does this. So she'll take plastic containers. She still has yeah. plastic. We don't have plastic anymore, but she still has plastic containers and she'll take all the lids. And she'll put the lids together and then she'll put the containers together so that she can get more room. And the middle of the mom recommends store and organize your containers with their lids on and get rid of the rest that don't fit. But it's so true because how many containers do you actually need? I, I would say, I would argue that my mom probably used one twentieth of the containers, maybe even less.
1: Yeah. Cause you're putting leftovers in them. Like how much leftovers can you have without eating them and washing the container? My mom's the same though. Like she has so many. Actually I was home over the last few days and my dad's like, Every time I come home there's a box on the the front porch. <laughs> He's like, What does she
0: need? <laughs> she keeps buying items on Amazon. <laughs>
1: i thought that was so funny but um yeah no we had, that was like but a big memory as a child like oh we had this one drawer that you would open and all of the containers would just fall out and you couldn't find the lid or which one fit with what and you tried to shove them all back in this drawer it was just such a big waste of time
0: <laughs> oh totally and something else to think about is the fridge so the fridge can be an area that we we should be more mindful of it and declutter it more often than I think the majority of us do because of course things go bad things get rancid. So she recommends using clear storage bins in the fridge to hold items together. You know, that way you can see them, you know, see those, you know, the, maybe the dairy products are here, maybe uh, the grain products are on this side, you know, other items are all categories. My mom did that and it looks amazing. And now we can easily pull it out because a lot of some some friends don't have a lot of drawers and so it's nice to kind of put them together and so you know where everything is oh my goodness growing up it'd be like where's the pickles or where is what and you're like looking at the back of your your fridge you're trying to
1: yelling where is
0: this it's on this show yeah exactly (laughs) I always found it (laughs) I, I always found it funny when my mom was like it's on the door. It's on the door, and it's like it's not on the door. <laughs> and then it's like, or, or I'd be like, "Hey, Dad, like it's right, it's right there." I'd be like, so all the time growing up, my dad, it would literally be right in front of his face. I don't know why that happens to him, but
1: because <laughs> they look in the back. Now I know. One little thing I do before I go grocery shopping for the week, I check the expiry dates of the food I have, so I can get rid of it. And then when I come home, I, I have room for the stuff I got. I'm weird about expiry dates. Like I I really watch them to make sure I can get it before it goes. Some people are like, oh, that's just a suggestion. I'm like, I don't
0: think so. (laughs) That is the difference between you and me. I'm like, that's just a suggestion. And you're like, no, not going to risk it. Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) I have a sensitive stomach, so.
0: No, that's fair. You don't want to get food poisoning. Nobody wants that. So, okay. So she says, again, use storage bins for the fridge. She says, if you have larger cabinets, for example, in your kitchen. So I have some cupboards that are just one big hole. You're like, oh, because then you end up stuffing a bunch of pots and pans in it. What you can do instead is you can create compartments by having one big bin that you pull out. So if you didn't have like a little bin that you could pull out, instead, you'd literally be crawling into your cupboard trying to pull something out. So that would makes it make it easier i thought that was a great piece of advice yeah that.
1: that's really good
0: and she says use trays for clutter hot spots so i don't know if you were like this growing up lauren but the top of our fridge growing up is always full of stuff we had cupboards
1: on the top of our fridge so
0: oh okay
1: i'm sure it ended up everywhere else
0: (laughs) actually you know what we had cupboards on the top of our fridge as well but the top of the fridge would still be used Oh. (laughs) because it was pushed back right so there was room there was room and and it would just be pictures and magnets and all this stuff but uh, we've since cleared it but in this video she I think her husband has a few things that he likes to keep on top of the fridge so she's like okay you know maybe he's clutter blind she's like okay if that's the case here's a tray for all your stuff You know, here's how we can compromise and work together. So I thought that was, that was cute. And then she has a bin in her office desk area. She calls the time will tell things, especially for papers you want to reference in the future. So this actually reminds me of your miscellaneous box. It's Uh kind of a mishmash of a few different things. You know, sometimes we have vouchers that are 25% off or $50 off, but, and they expire in like three months, but you know, you're not going to use them tomorrow. So you don't put them in your wallet a box for those things. Right. And then, yeah, she was also talking about again, the bins under your bedroom. Uh, also have some bins in your bathroom to house toilet paper and towels. If you want that out in the open, if you don't, you don't have to, but I think it looks really nice when you do. It's almost like a hotel style. I I do love that look. Uh, I, I don't think that you have that Lauren. I think you store those away, but I do like that look for towels. Yeah. I don't have more than two towels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you don't even own, gosh, own more favorite. than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of those who have families and guests, yeah. you know. No, so. that's fair. Yeah, it's definitely nice. So, and then uh, another article is, um, I read an article on house.com. They shared some incredible minimal storage solutions. So sometimes, I mean, I don't know if you have any furniture like this, Lauren, but you can find furniture with hidden storage. It's really, really helpful. Yeah. Uh, my mom has a few items because she has a daycare. So she hides toys in there. And I've seen other homes where they put extra blankets and pillows in those areas, which is really nice. And then uh, when it comes to the kitchen, this was a great piece of advice. So you know your utensil drawer? Yeah. So I have opened so many people's utensil drawers from you know, from going from a friend's house and helping them cook or whatever. And you realize there's so much stuff in there they haven't touched in years. It was like, yeah. okay, first of all, declutter. And then second of all, if you do use those things, you know, ever so often, you know, have that in a separate drawer. You know, if you have certain utensil items, you know, like a big spoon or a whisk or something that you only use once in a while, put that in the second drawer, another drawer. You don't need to look at it every day when you open to grab a fork and a knife, right? So it's just something to think about. And then, of course, just the way you lined up, you said your, your underwear and socks and whatnot, you got dividers. That's really, really helpful, of course, for the utensil drawer. And, uh, and again, um, add baskets to area where there aren't great organization or or storage options, like under the sink, you know, sometimes under the sink can get really gross, you know, tons of different cleaning products and paper towels and I don't know, garbage bags. And so some people have a mishmash of stuff, but there's a way you can just have little bins that organizes each, just like we do under our sinks in our bathroom, right? It just makes everything looks nice. You know, if someone throws something in the garbage in your house, they're not looking at a mishmash of stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it keeps like things together, which can save you time in the future instead of always having to straighten things up and totally stuff. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things I want to say too, is like a rule of thumb for storage, everything in your storage. I think that you should use at least once a year. Mm-hmm. if you're like that because once you've gone through every season every holiday every event like through a full calendar year if there's still stuff you have not touched if there's stuff you, you we were just talking about the coloring drawer like if there's like tongs or big spoons or stuff you, you have not used in a year you're probably not going to use them if yeah. there's clothes you haven't worn in a year workout stuff you haven't used in a year like that's times when you, you should step back and be like is this necessary anymore? I mean, obviously, not things like a fire extinguisher. It's like, well, didn't use this this year, yeah. don't need it. <laughs> but I still, I, I just think that's kind of like a good rule of thumb. Like, if you can get through a year and not use it, you're, you're probably not going to use it. But if you are pulling it out for special events or hosting or baking or for like a special hobby or sport, then it is still part of your life and it is still necessary.
0: No, definitely. You're, you're reminding our listeners and us that we need to declutter our things, especially our storage items before we think about organizing them. Because a lot of our storage items are in storage because we'll never use them again. So we need to be more yeah. mindful of that. And again, the less stuff we own, the less stuff we'll need to organize and store. So we'll have more room to store things that we actually use once in a while. And, you know, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm excited. So I'm probably going to be moving in the next three three months, I mean, within Toronto. And I, <laughs> I, I'm excited to have a storage closet, but I'm excited to have a storage closet that I can, Organize in a beautiful way. Right. And, you know, and, and not to have to have to have things under my bed ideally, but again, I mean, there's different ways to work around smaller spaces. You know, you don't have to have a big space, a big space with a big storage closet to store things. Well, there's always, there's always ways. And, and I, you know, I I was doing a little bit more research and some things that you can really do is you can, when it comes to your closet, you can color coordinate your clothes. That's helpful to keep organized. You know, you can roll and keep clothing neatly stacked just like you do with your underwear and socks or whatever. Um, you can, you know, use jars to make more space in your kitchen. And, you know, something we need to remind ourselves is take five minutes each day to do a little cleanup. You know, it really, really helps us maintain our spaces so much and, and, and you know, if, if you're going to keep things behind closed doors, again, think about pretending that they're on display and, and keep them organized. You know, I always think because people like to stuff things somewhere, but I'm like, what if someone, again, throw something in the garbage, they're going to see the garbage area, which a lot of people just like, they just like throw things in there. And then also under our sink, what if someone looks for something under my sink and then they see under my sink? Hopefully they open and they're like, "Whoa!" They're gonna
1: judge you, Kelly. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. They're gonna judge me. (laughs) So, especially since we do this podcast, so (laughs) yeah, I know. (laughs) You got to practice what you preach. So, yeah. So it's really it's really refreshing to do so. So, and then, um, yeah, of course. Um, Oh, I
1: was just gonna say back to you, moving at least you'll be able to move like quickly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I was thinking about that. I mean, that's one of the most beautiful things about living with less is that you can feel like you can just pick up and go if you need to. And for me, I mean, everybody's different. Some people have settled into their homes that they love and, you know, they, maybe they have a family, right. But for, for myself, you know, I'm on my own. Um, I have, you know, my own place and I don't have much. And so it's very easy for me to move around. But even if I wasn't thinking about moving, I would still, I just, it makes me feel lighter every day. It makes me feel like I'm not weighed down by the things that I own, which, of course has cleared my mind in so many ways. And it's, it's crazy. Like it's cleared my mind. but It's also like giving me confidence because it's like, I don't need stuff to be confident. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, It's in the best way. And yeah. Yeah. And like, I I
1: don't want people to fall so in love with the aesthetic of minimalism that they like start storing all of this stuff to like have the appearance of minimalism without reaping the actual benefits of owning less. Mm-hmm. which is where it all comes from. I remember I moved before I moved into this place, the last place I lived in with uh, one of my friends, Jess, I had I moved all my stuff up. Like my dad had helped me and she was like, Oh, I can come down and help you. And I was like, Oh no, this is it. And she was like, what? Yeah. Like, this is all of your stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't own that much. And she was like, that's when I like realized how minimal you really were and how like empty your room was and she loved it though like she would like started making changes after that because she was like this is so beautiful like I I love how simple it is
0: she was lucky to share a kitchen with you I'm sure it was beautifully organized oh my one drawer was yeah yeah (laughs) my one (laughs) show there's not so much but it's good you were leading by example so they were picking up on it yeah but it's funny like you and I were talking about the other day so it's very snowy here in Toronto right now and Lauren and I, of course, we have snow boots. And I was, <laughs> Lauren talked about, oh, I have a shoe mat. I just got a shoe mat from HomeSense or whatever. And yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, I've actually been thinking about getting one. Cause I was like, I was just cleaning up my floor every time cause I don't every want an day. ugly mat. Yeah.
1: And then like, I was like, this is ruining my floors. Like the salt and, but it's so funny. Like we're such like diehard minimalists that we don't even have the normal things that people yeah. have like a fun hall mat but I finally went out and bought one and I put, it It does like bother me a little bit with opening the door and I'm like, I'm going to have to clean this too, but it, it is necessary. And did you end up getting one?
0: I haven't yet. So I'm still cleaning the floor every time uh. I put my shoes down, which <laughs> I know it's crazy, but I just, you're right. It's it, you, we need to think beyond the aesthetic sometime and get things that we actually need. So it's called, it's called underbuying. You know, sometimes we underbuy yeah uh, as minimalist, so definitely avoid that. Gretchen uh, talks about that and uh and yeah, I wanted to mention that because I thought it was really funny, and something I didn't mention earlier, but I wanted to share this little story when we started recording originally. it was probably like three months into our podcast back in twenty eighteen, and I'll never forget I was talking about minimalism. I was so excited, I was telling my dad all about it and how excited we are to be you know doing the podcast and what I've learned already and he got pretty motivated and uh, he ended up buying a bunch of stuff to house stuff. And (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: like, I want to jump on this bandwagon, goes to the store and buys a bunch
0: of stuff. (laughs) Exactly. So this is the problem. So, And I'll never forget it. So he works in sales and he has a lot of products. So he has a lot of samples and he stores it in one of our two garages. And so one garage is dedicated to all his stuff. And so he was like, I'm going to go through my stuff. But instead of going through his stuff, he ended up buying stuff to store his stuff. And he realized a lot of the stuff he doesn't need. So I took a big picture of it. I was proud that he organized it. That's just an example. We should watch out for that because he organized all these boxes. I was like, so dad, I asked him the other day, I was like, so have you used these boxes? Like since you organized them nicely? He's like, no, some of them, I have no idea what's in there. So that's the problem. You don't, so you end up buying things you don't need to store things you don't need. So be aware of that.
1: And one big thing is how the, like your cleaning schedule, like some people will, unless you outsource cleaning, but like you'll have a day you dust or a day you do the floors or like maybe every three months you like clean under the couch or behind furniture, put decluttering into that schedule. Be like, Oh, once a week, I'm just going to declutter or once a month or like quarterly, like just go through my stuff and like make it part of your schedule. So it's like something that you can be consistent with. I constantly go through my stuff and make sure I'm still using it. Make sure I still like it. Um, make sure it's not expired because it's, you and I say like there is a huge maintenance component to minimalism
0: yeah maybe it's like a a monthly thing you know once a month go through your storage items to make sure you actually need those items right yeah I go through
1: my four four, forks I'm like one two yeah I still need these (laughs) I'm like well I'm all done
0: this is true lauren this is true i know you make fun of me but you're more extreme than i am i know i am i even with i got a bath mat
1: this year too because i was always wiping up the water off my floor yeah. when i would shower and i was like fine i'm just gonna get an ugly bath mat then.
0: where do you store it? i know you wouldn't leave it out there's no way i
1: put it over my bathtub and then i close the curtain so you can't see it
0: <laughs> so that's your way of storing your bath mat yeah Oh my goodness. Well, I enjoyed this, Lauren. I think we yeah, shared so a fun. lot of great tips. So this is good. This is awesome. I think we can definitely talk about storage again, especially once I I move. I'm sure I'll have a lot to share in terms of um, how I'm storing things and what I got rid of, right? Because there is a decluttering process that goes with every move, but but yeah, I, I, I hope that our listeners got a lot of value to this. And thanks for making me laugh so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. And if you guys have any questions, also, if you want to reach out and ask, like if you have specific items that you don't know what to do with, we can give you advice on that. Because I think that's where a lot of people struggle. Or they just have random things they don't know what to do with.
0: Yeah. You can send us a DM at Millennial Minimalists on Instagram and Facebook, or you can send us an email to MillennialMinimalists at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. Or you can fill out the contact form on our website, mastersimplicity.com. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Lauren. Thank you. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you for listening. We hope that you found great value in our discussion today and feel motivated to tackle your storage items and start organizing them with more intention. By storing your occasional items with purpose, it will make it easier for you to find them and make your place feel tidier. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode and would like to learn more about other episodes and the work that we do, please check out our website at mastersimplicity.com. And finally, I want to say thank you to those of you who have written us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We just love reading your reviews. We just read a few of the most recent reviews and we want to say thanks as your words really excite us and help our podcast grow. So thanks again for listening in and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.